one fish, two fish, three fish. We're back with the season six catfish remix. Lock it in. Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. right it takes two remix of the catfish after buzz show it's your boy chaos j you already know k-a-a-o-s-j find me on twitter and i'm gonna hand it off to my lovely co-host part of the dynamic duo we are bringing you back with catfish the remix i can't stress this enough it's about to be a whole new dynamic on the show hence the dynamic duo only takes two. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? I'm Olivia Gabri. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the real OG. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got two episodes for you guys because we're coming in late. So we've got uh, Shawnee and Jack for the first episode. Shawnee, Shawnee and, and Jack, aka. <laughs> <laughs> Ebony and Brandon. And Brandon. There we go. There we go. All right. So Shawnee calls. Uh, you know, she hits up Neve and Max and she's telling them, you know, <clears throat> I got this random call one day from a number I didn't know. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, you know, I text back, like, who's this? And then we just start talking. Now, that should have been the red flag right there that something was kind of off. Cause who does that? No, like, that is so bizarre to me. It's like, new phone, who this? And then it's like, actually, I don't know who this is, but uh, what's going on? Right, like, hey, so what's up? So how was your day today? Yeah, like, they knew each other. It, like, Or did they? Or did they? <laughs> okay, so obviously the plot thickens. I mean, what did you think when, when she started telling them the, the, the whole story of how she came to come in contact with Jack? Did, I mean, were you buying it? Well, honestly, the storylines in this show are so far-fetched that I actually did believe it. Because I find myself time and time again looking at the TV and being like, bruh, are you dead? You really, how does that happen to you? But I, she just seemed genuine when she was telling the she story. Did. She and did. she even made the point being like, you know, I'm putting myself on TV and I'm embarrassing myself. Why would I lie? And I was like, okay, Okay, girl. right. And that was, that, that, that kind of... That kind of turned my skepticism down a couple notches when she said that. And I was like, But Max okay. was on to her. Yeah, and he I was. thought, and I don't know why. When he said it, I was kind of like, meh. But I don't know. She really I, gave I feel a like reason. Max has that sixth sense about him that he's starting to pick up on the bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. he can just kind of figure out, like, eh, something's kind of off. Uh, so we, we go ahead, we start to find out that, uh, or we go ahead to find out that Shawnee has three kids and she was married and she's now separated. Um, however, with her being separated, this was what made her, uh, vulnerable and, you know, looking for love in all (laughs) the wrong places. So she gets that random, that, that random missed call. And then she begins to have this conversation, you know, this conversation that ends up being a, you know, somewhat relationship over the phone through text. Um, not and even over the phone, just not, yeah, strictly just, text, just text. And and again, for me, I still think like, 
how is that possible? Because even this day and age, I get it. Like the primary form of communication is text messaging, mm-hmm. but I can't help but think even in my, in my dating game, I'm just like, whoa, time out. Like at some point I'm going to need to, we need to talk on the phone. Exactly. And it's not even because I'm worried about being catfished, but it's just like, Let's talk on the phone. And like, maybe send a Snapchat or something. Come like on a, now. A, like a video. Yeah. Like something. Can we FaceTime? Right. It's, Anything. But the weirdest part about this is is this wasn't her first phone relationship. She no. actually had one with like a 92-year-old man. You was know? he 92? Well, not 92. I mean, but he was old as dirt. She said dirt. he could be like a, grand, like a great-grandpa. That's how Which old he Which is low-key creepy. Yeah, and I'm the fact saying. that she entertained a relationship with this strange man that called her by mistake is even weirder. But that's <laughs> yeah. why I thought this could have been realistic, because it's not her first rodeo. True. <laughs> this is true. Um, so, you know, they, they start to do their digging, and she's showing them pictures of Jack and... I don't know. Like, I don't remember seeing where they did the research on Jack. What did they pull up when they when they came when they came to looking up Jack? Well, they looked up the phone number and they came up with an address that was attached to the phone number. And it became it was in between these two houses. One was owned by an old, old man. So that led them to suspect that it could possibly be the old be guy from before grandpa yes or it also belonged to this woman named angel um you know 30s the similar age to shawnee or ebony whatever we're calling her and she was kind of like okay maybe it could be her because she's a woman named angel used to work with my husband and this woman right. worked in a hospital and so did the other woman so then i and there felt was some like, kind of jealousy there yeah something like that right I kind of felt like that was the road that we were going down at this point right and i do okay so now yeah that brings it back to my memory so because then i was thinking like well could it be but then at the same time and again i don't even know why at this point Six seasons in, I still questioned certain things, yeah. but I, I, I just kept, I could, I just kept questioning, like, but if if it was this random chick that was her, you know, her um her uh, husband's coworker, why would she continue to go through texting and and, and maintaining this relationship? But then they showed the pictures, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, and then they say, you know, she was, you know, super pro LGBT, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, so maybe she's, you know, she's looking for love too, and you know, <laughs> yes. she didn't, she didn't think that maybe that she would be open to even entertaining a relationship if she knew she was a woman. Mm-hmm. But maybe after you know feelings are involved, she's like, well, maybe I can cross sides. Who knew? Um, but then, yeah, we find out that yeah, that's not exactly it either. Nope. Would you like to tell them what uh, what happens next? Well, okay. So they contacted Jay Jack. That's what that's what he is to us at this point. Jack. And he that's such a generic name. Yes. By the way, and they asked, for a dude with dreads. The, <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the history of dreaddom, there is no man named Jack with dreads. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Well, he suggested a park that Neve Max and Shawnee could meet him at. So he rolls up on a bicycle and immediately his face is like his jaw is dropped. Now when I first saw that, I kept thinking like, is he out of breath? 
Like, was it like a long ride? And I felt like it was super sketchy, too, because I was like, oh, my God, this guy's so weird. Like, he asked to meet them in a random park. Now he's just rolling up on a bike. Super sketchy, but he wasn't even and it's, and it's all about the power of editing, because the way they edited right before they even revealed him, him pulling up, they just showed her face, and she had that look. And it was like a look of shock and like, ugh, I can't believe this. Yeah. So, again, at this point, I am kind of team Shawnee and I'm kind of thinking that everything she's telling me is straight up but once you saw his face though I knew this ain't it yeah someone's lying yeah exactly (laughs) exactly because he looked like he was more shocked to see her than she was him Mm -hmm. (sighs) and the plot continues to get thicker it was crazy though because once Neve brought up um he was like, you know, how how did this happen? She told you that it was Shawnee. And I was like, yeah. Wouldn't you think it's weird that your ex-wife's name is Shawnee? Shawnee? And right. now when... some random chick. And he's like, she ain't even Shawnee. <laughs> right. Her name is Ebony. <laughs> oh, oh. That's, the burn. That takes some crazy bitch. Right? Crazy bitchdom. We need but, to make it like an adjective. <laughs> crazy bitchdom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, drastic... Drastic measures call for drastic actions. Mm -hmm. And um, we, at least at at some point, I like to say, and you you probably can relate, um, that we've all done something crazy in the name of love. Uh, You know, and it's something that's (laughs) low-key out of your character, but you're just like, no, like, it's okay. You justify it because you love that person, and you're like, no, like, I'm fighting for this. Mm -hmm. And, And at the end of the day, that's really what it boiled down to was that she was fighting for her marriage, that she really still wanted her marriage. She wanted him to be there with the kids and her. But at the same time, you know, he couldn't keep it in his pants. <laughs> like, my man was a rolling stone minus the kids. Exactly. Um, And he was kind of cold-blooded when he pulled up. Like, after, granted, he was mad and he had every right to be because mm-hmm. he thought he was, you know, meeting Ebony. Which, <laughs> once we got to see the picture, or Shawnee, once we saw the picture, Shawnee was okay. She was all right. Mm-hmm. And... And so he was mad, and he's talking about, you know, well, what did he say? He said something that alluded to the point, to the fact, like, you know, he's 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 down to still be in a relationship with her, but he still wants to be able to do other things. Exactly. Basically, he, you know, and then they say, oh, so you want your cake and eat it too? And he's like, yeah, well, I don't really agree with that statement. <laughs> but you know? like, if your cake's sitting in front of you, like, you're not just gonna stare at it. And, but you know what? And this is coming just from the fat boy at heart. I agree with that in in the sense of. It's a dumb saying. Because <laughs> you agree with that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's a dumb saying. Why? Why would you it obviously if you're going to have some cake in front of you, if some cake is going to be within your vicinity, you should be able to eat it. So I don't feel like that's a, a, a an accurate statement to make when you're trying to to reference someone that wants to have a, an exclusive relationship but still have all the fringe benefits of being single. Like, well, that's like he wants to eat his cake, but he also wants to have his cake to, you know, enjoy and maybe eat later. That makes sense because he or has maybe, his wife. Maybe he has his cake, but then he wants some pie. I, I mean, do you know. understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's like saying you want to have your cup of water and drink it, too. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm thirsty, bro. <laughs> Like, and he is in fact thirsty. He was very thirsty. My man was dehydrated. But actually. the thing is, as much as I don't agree with what Ebony did, 
I do agree that we all tend to get lost in the sauce sometimes when it comes we to do. love and relationships. And I can't imagine how I would be acting if the father of my children, a man that I was with for 16 years, was pulling this BS on me. Of course I would be mad. Three kids in, too. How, like... Yeah, right. However, I I definitely see why she did it. Her justification started to make me be on her side more because if they're able to carry this relationship as two fictional characters and they're getting along so well and they love each other, they're still who they are. They just have right. different names. Right. So it's kind of like she's serving it up to them. Look, we just, you were in love with me what, for six months. What was she months. serving up though? She was serving up some... Some of that cake? Some cake, of the cake, cake I cake, guess. Cake, cake, she cake. just came up and she was like, look... We got along for this long. You fell in love with me again. We were able to make it work when I wasn't Ebony. So why can't we work it out when I'm Shawnee? Or, yeah, yeah. Well, or when I'm, you know when what I'm, I'm Ebony. To say. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So right, and I agree. Um, granted, I feel I feel like there should have been some kind of other way that she could have done it that did not involve catfish. But if that were the case, we wouldn't be here. And we wouldn't have that episode. Yeah. Um, but I, you could tell that Max played it off cool when they got back in the car. But you could tell he was he was heated. Max always gets the mad, like the most mad. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you lied to me. You know, then, Neve's like, we're not really marriage counselors, but uh, and Max is like, look, what when are you gonna effing leave this guy? He right. doesn't love you. He's what, disrespecting you, you left leave. and right. He's just telling her how it is, and I felt kind of bad for her, but. And then even when they uh, have that, when they're they're back in the house and they're and they're having this, you know, come to Jesus meeting and they're talking, <laughs> like I just, you know, and they're like, you know, thank you, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, and and granted, I I did feel that it was a heartfelt apology to them for for misleading them, but I just I love the look on uh, Neve and Max's face. They accepted it, but they didn't really accept it. Yeah, and just like yeah, whatever. Well, they both were like, like you just wasted you, our time. Yeah, you could have probably solved this without us, and they Pretty could much. have, but it's more entertaining for us if they don't. Exactly, Mundo. <laughs> That's why we're here. All right, so the way it concluded, what did you think about the conclusion? The way it ended. Um, I mean, it was nice now that he's more a part of his children's life and they're able to have a respectful civil, right. civil relationship. Exactly. I mean, and they both looked 10 times better. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell that they were in a better space. Right. I mean, just like he, his, he, his whole personality, his whole aura was like brighter. Exactly. Uh, and hers was brighter. And they even I'm glad physically she, looked right? nicer. Right? They did. Like, I, she took all that crap out of her head because um, <laughs> I was not feeling it. Uh, she took out the tax. That was great. And I'm not going to, I'm not hating on the tax, but they just, they were a little too much. And this is coming from somebody that used to rock the green contacts hardcore. Like, that was my staple. Really? Yeah, but you wouldn't have known. Like, if I would have rocked him, he'd be like, oh, Kelly, you have pretty eyes. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, girl. Because <laughs> mine didn't look like, no. Like I had Slimer in my face. Anyways, <laughs> um, but they both you could eat you could tell that they were both in a better space, um, and that they were getting along great and they were really, you know, co parenting and communicating. Mm-hmm. So it was great. That was that was, you know, for that to be the first episode, granted it, it had that nice little twist in it. Um, but I felt like it ended pretty nicely. It was, I agree. you know, happily ever after type ending. Mm-hmm. All right, so and scene. <laughs> now that we've concluded that, let's go into episode 
two. Mm. Uh, we've got Alante and Nevea. Yes. Which is also heaven spell backwards. FYI. Oh. Um, yeah. Little you fun see, fact. See, I didn't know that because I just sounded it out on my You're like, my cheat sheet. Yeah. <laughs> heaven. Um, all right. So you have Alante. He's from a Saginaw, Michigan, has a three-year-old, and then Nevea is from Detroit, Michigan, and I think she was like, what, 24, he's 25, yeah, but they're real the close age. in age, um, and then Elante tells us he's been talking to this woman for eight years, like, so at this point, they're they're way beyond the, oh, I love you, they're, you know, they're talking about maybe eloping in Vegas, and they're having deep conversations this is the shit that i don't when it comes to catfish this is what i do not understand how are you gonna have an eight-year relationship with eight somebody years. when you have never even seen their face when you've never physically touched them when they ignore you for months on end it's like come on bro so basically Wake what you're up. saying is that at, in no way shape or form would you ever maintain a Text, oh my god. Darkened room video chat no. eight year relationship with a dude. I'm too swift even, for that. Even if even I if wouldn't, it wouldn't even be an eight hour relationship. <laughs> eight day relationship. You like, I need to FaceTime yeah. with you right now. Right now. <laughs> Add him on Snapchat immediately. Cause you never even social media, no one look you gotta like you gotta see it for for yourself. Yeah. You never know these days. Yeah, no, you really don't. You really don't. Um you know, and then what else is crazy is that it was usually well, uh, uh, yeah, typically it's the guy that pursues, you know, the person that ends up being the catfish. But in this case, she actually found him online and hit him up like, yo, what's slid up, Shawty? <laughs> she slid in them DMs. She did. She did. Um, and then you have the, you know, the standard, the standard fair where, you know, oh, let's meet up in the mall. Let's meet here. Something came up. I'll make it up to you. Um, and again... I am king of BODs, and by BODs, I mean benefit of the doubt. I will give someone the benefit of the doubt, and I'll give you at least two chances, maybe three if I'm really, really three. feeling you. If I mean, I got to be feeling you, and by that point, for you to earn three, because you got to earn those, for you to earn <laughs> three, three chances to screw up, we have had to establish some sort of really strong rapport and, and, you know, and, and foundation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be super, super serious, but it has to be enough to make me feel like, no, this is worth investing in. And, I, I again, you know, one, I'm never going to have a, a relationship with someone for eight years mm-hmm. and, and we not meet. But, two, you only going to – we only going to schedule something to meet and hang out and you stand me up twice. Tw- you see, that's where we differ. Twice? If I – well, that's probably the inner thirst that comes with every I, man. It has to, because <laughs> if I'm physically showing up at a place and I'm, like, dolling myself up, getting ready to meet you, getting ready to go, and you stand me up, you it's never mind seeing you twice. I will never even answer you again. Easy. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Like, Unless, you just go straight up ghost. No, but it's not ghost. You just ghosted me. Maybe if you told me before I got to the location and said, look, I'm running a little late, or, like, I can't make it, I have a conflict, but if I seriously get all the way there, and then you pull some BS, like, sorry, I got stuck at work, call you later? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, because my thing is, is in, if if this were real, and if this, and the circumstances were actually true, mm-hmm. why would you wait till the very last minute to say, exactly. oh, hey, sorry, something came up? 
When you, you know that he's already there. That's when me. you already, yeah, you know, because obviously you say, yo, meet me at the mall at five o'clock and something comes up. You probably know something's coming up <laughs> at three o'clock. No so kidding. I'm going to need you to hit me up before I drive all the way out to wherever it is that we're going to meet to get there. Mad disrespectful. So for me, depending on what it is, mm-hmm. if you got a bomb ass excuse you might get a second chance. Yeah, well, I would say maybe I would give a second chance if the circumstances were different, but if at that point I didn't know what your face looked like, then you I mean, but you had pictures, though. That's not good enough. I need to see your face in movement. I would be like, send me a picture with a spoon on your nose. Like, you know, <laughs> just so it's like something special. Hold this sign, write these letters, yeah. write this equation out. Exactly. Um, you know, and then something else that I thought was really weird was, you know, they would video chat, which is a first at least for me and my catfish watching experience, they would video chat, but it would always be at night in a dark, dark room. Yeah. So you really couldn't see her face. Kind of low key BS. spooky. It is. And you know, and it, it would it would always be uh, you know, oh well, my hair's messed up. Oh, I don't really look good right now, so I'm not gonna turn on the lights. And I think because she did that, that bought her a little bit of time. And, and, you know, some BODs. Mm-hmm. She, that, she got some BOD coupons on that one. Because you think, okay, well, if they're willing to video chat with me, even though it's in a dark room, I can kind of see a little something. I can see a silhouette. Right. Something. So you think, okay, well, if they were catfishing me, maybe they wouldn't do that. Because exactly. typically, a catfisher never, their webcam's always broke. Their phone camera's always broke. Like, you know, or they have a laptop that doesn't have a webcam, which is, I don't even think there are laptops exactly. made without webcams anymore. They're crappy webcams, but even the cheapest, the or cheap just laptops. Like, go to an Apple store. Like, I don't give a People <laughs> do. Sh- like, I need to see you. If you are going to, if you want a chance with me, like, you, you Fellas, have to y'all hear that? bust your ass if for you that want one. A ch- if you want a chance with the OG, <laughs> you best have your game correct. But it's just, you know... I don't have sympathy for when people fall for this dumb crap. I don't know. I guess love could get the best of you. And maybe since they were FaceTiming and talking on the phone, it was a little bit more believable. And even when he said we've um, FaceTimed before, I kind of was like, oh, okay. This is just kind of weird. Maybe she's married or something. But then... He he didn't even really come out and say that I never saw her face. He was like, you know, it's kind of dark, dark like I can't see your face, dark. Right. And then that's when I was like, okay, this chick. It's a like liar. yeah, and then so you take that and then you add on to because at this point the shit is getting thick, <laughs> <laughs> and you know then and then the fact that she disappears randomly for like two three months and then you know and then just reappears like oh hey so what's up how you been what'd you do yesterday uh wait it's december i haven't talked to you since like july exactly what's the deal well i mean what'd you think about that would you would you ever in the history of olivia but yeah pretty much no (laughs) no pretty much that's a no (laughs) absolutely not like um months at a time days are too much low-key Low key, it really is. That's not that's not cool with me. Not even a little bit. And then what was crazy was that he said that there would be periods when she would disappear that he would start entertaining talking to other women, but then as soon as she came back, he'd drop them mm-hmm. like it was nothing. And these are real women. These weren't even women that, you know, he met through Tinder 
or some random, you know, dating app or online. Like these are actually physically like I can physically see you, but I'm going to drop you <laughs> for my virtual relationship for this virtual joint over here. And, and it is, is, this is wrong, but what I said was he was sprung without the young because he would drop real women in favor of Nevaeh. And that's pretty much how I summarized it because that's pretty much what it was. Um, and, and I get it. You you can build an emotional relationship with someone over the phone and, you know, through phone conversations and text messages and things like that. Um, a lot of people say when it comes to, like, you know, uh, when there's infidelity in relationships mm-hmm. and there's someone else involved... Sometimes that relationship starts, it doesn't even start out physical, it starts out emotional. Those are the worst kind. They really are. Emotional cheaters, not physical cheaters. Because then you can't, I mean, because the physical thing is like, oh, maybe you can get past that, but it's like you invest emotions into someone else. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? Exactly. Why are we here? It's a tough one. All right, so what happens when, tell me me about when Eve talks to the two guys. When he talks to oh, when, when the he, other when he, ones. Right, because remember, they start searching exactly. on the friends. They start and, searching the mutual friends. Right, and this is what I can't understand, too, because you, I would, I don't know about you, but I would have been going all through this chick's Facebook, especially if she was pulling some sketchy shit on me like this, you know? I would be looking through her friends, looking through her photos. Honestly, after watching Catfish, I probably would have Google searched her photo myself anyway. So basically, you would have been Magnum P.I. all day. Yes, but, and this is why, what season are we in now? Six. Six? Yeah. Come on, people. You know all the tricks. Utilize this them. This is true. But, so, Neve is contacting um, men that Nevaeh is friends with, Nevaeh, um, and basically hearing the same thing over and over again, that she contacted them and was flirting with them and trying to start a little relationship. One guy said it was looking like they were probably going to hang out soon. And so, then it's like, okay... This is kind of, obviously this is really weird if she's supposed to be faithful to this one man, but she's you know having all these men on the side, right? And even the fact that this has been going on for eight years now, and that these people are just talking to, to her now, anyone. that's crazy to me. Think of all the changes you've been through in eight years and all yeah. the like relationships or situationships you've been through. Yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot, and. Basically, all these men are from the same area. So she's the town catfish. And not only is she the town catfish, but these guys know each other. They're right. friends. They're acquaintances. And that's what I can't understand. Is how you do, how you don't have a conversation about this at some point. Like, yo, like, yo, I'm talking to this breezy right Wait, here. What's that Check song it by out. Usher and R. Kelly? It's the same girl. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, but how do you not have that conversation at some point? Like know. most men, at least to their friends, you know, reveal at some point like, oh, you know, I'm talking to this shorty or I'm exactly. talking to that girl or whatever the case is. And I don't know if, if it's just the petty in me, but if she was writing on other people's walls and liking other people's pictures, I probably would have seen it. Not only would I have seen it, but the fact that it's guys that you know wouldn't you look at her page and be like, damn, how does she know this one, that one, and the other one? That's pretty weird. She's from Detroit. Why does she know all my hometown homies, you know? Exactly. Okay, so we find out, you know, not only do they have 46 friends in common, but they're all from Saginaw. Um, and then there's 23 mutual friends with LaToya. 
uh, which is a person that their number's registered to. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you've got that little tidbit, and then as they're driving from where to where, who knows, You, we get a call from Sierra, <laughs> which has got to be the most unique, to put it nicely, spelling of Sierra <laughs> that I have ever seen in my life. It's literally C, as in the sea, body of water, <laughs> and then era. Like someone said, hmm, air, uh, A-H, C, air, uh. Oh, yeah, girl, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's, I'm naming that, mm-hmm. When I have this baby, girl, Sierra, that's beautiful. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. I just had to talk about that. So she calls Neve and Max, and then she says, hey, you know, you know, you guys are catfish. Are you really catfish? That's so weird. On the phone, she's like, ah, catfish? It's like she was calling to order a pizza or something. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, can uh, I get that fry with Papa some John? chips on the side? Is that you? Right. Like, <laughs> so can I get some tartar sauce on the side? <laughs> and then, you know, so then she says, hey, let's meet up. They meet in some random lot. Um, we find out that Sierra knows Alante um, and that she's close friends with Nevea. And she really just wants Nevaeh to come clean. Now, I'm not going to lie. For me, I was thinking Sierra's Nevaeh. I was thinking And she that was as just well. playing them. And she was checking it out. Exactly. I thought. I 100% thought so. Because that situation is just so bizarre to me. And she was acting a little weird and sketchy about it. Right. And, and, and Max even said, he said, this is weird, sketchy, and amazing all at the same time. <laughs> and, and, you know, she says, oh, you know, she offered, she was, she was very um, forthcoming with her information mm -hmm. when it came to Nevaeh. And, and, you know, and the fact that she was in on the whole thing. She didn't want to be in the middle anymore. She just wanted Nevaeh to come clean. So then she offers a call and she kind of walks away. And I was expecting her to um, put it on speakerphone. Yeah. And she didn't. So when she walked away, I was like, is she really on a phone call? I thought she was just faking. Me too. Because, I mean, I've done this before. Like... <laughs> Term, you know, hit my phone so the ringer goes off. I'm like, oh, hey, oh, yeah, oh, no, are you serious? Oh, dude, I'm right there. She was like, You heard catfishes in town? <laughs> like, it was this, I don't know, I just thought it was, it was funny so over dramatized, yeah. you know. And then, you know, and then what she say, Yeah, it's time to come clean, bruh. Yeah, okay. Um, so then she comes back and she tells Neve and Max, Hey, you know, uh, she said she's down to meet. Let's meet in the park in an hour. Mm -hmm. So then they go, and they go get uh, Alante. I wonder what this anxiety is like. Imagine being in the car, driving to the park. I would be freaking out. Right. Eight years, all That's... of a sudden coming to an end. Oh, my God, I would pass out. Right. And then there's a part of you that, you know, there's you. every part of you wants to know what's going on but there's a part of you that doesn't because mm -hmm. you're afraid like it's not going to be what i want it to be to an end. exactly it's going to be you know and then i'm going to lose everything all at once yep. um which is which is tough okay so then they go and they get alante and they pull up and yeah just go ahead and just tell them well, obviously, he realizes that uh, his best friend and his god sister is, in fact, the love of his life that he's been talking to for eight years. Which, granted, I know that was just his god sister, but it was still kind of creepy and incestuous a little bit. 
because they they had talked about just within that little makeshift barbecue that they had mm-hmm. um you know like yeah I'm his god sister and I just want him to meet her finally and and just move you know and figure out what's going on and and all and all this stuff and they just you know my god sister is oh it's my best friend it's my this it's my that and they just put so much on their friendship yeah. and you know and and that that was his god sister is like that's but you talking worst. to him emoting over the phone. That's why I... This is what I can't stand. Lying, okay, obviously, that's unacceptable. But, you know, fudging the truth, exaggerating a little, okay. But making up stories out of literally nowhere, just concocting this whole entire person and lifestyle and she was probably telling him all types of stories that never even happened or existed that's the worst kind of that's the craziest kind of person it is because because then you think about past episodes where you see like you know there was one episode where the girl claimed to have had a kid and and then the kid dies it's like you're writing a book or something legit that's why first off who has that much time Mm. And that's why this is the worst part, because Erica, who's the god sister, obviously has a very close relationship with him. So I'm sure he confided in her a lot about Nevaeh. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Right. And she's sitting there, like, consoling him and be and listening to and him. And knowing that it's her. Exa- that's... She... Oh, it's... That's gross. It, it is. It's very gross. But it's also mind-boggling and mind-blowing at the same damn time. At the oh. same damn time. So, what's crazy is that she even says at one point that he was talking to Nevaeh and he, she was on the couch with him talking to him as Nevaeh. Oh, and he wasn't paying... First off, how are you that oblivious? But he's often his thing... She's a sicko. She's sick. And then she said she ended up, you know, leaving the room. And then he was just so into that conversation. He didn't even realize that she had left the room. And the whole, like, it was just crazy. And then uh, what did you think when she gave them her initial explanation for why she did it? That, I didn't think was a valid explanation Yeah, no, like, Sierra had a crush on him. And she didn't want Sierra to have a crush, and she didn't want to be in the middle of it, and she wanted to show Sierra that he was will- he would he was willing to talk to other, other girls. females. But the and- thing that gets me the most is this wasn't her first time. No, she, this account existed before this situation because she would use it to contact guys with girlfriends, so the girlfriend could see if he would respond. Right? Yeah, like she was like. <laughs> She's she's like uh, Nancy Drew over there. Just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, but with a slight twist, and it was just kind of weird. Um, so that first initial meeting, you know, I was just like, okay, not rolling. Mm-hmm. He left, and he's just like, yeah, like it was just kind of weird because he's like, yeah, like kind of got me like tearing up, and that was like, like he showed some feeling, but he was still kind of low key like about gangster it. about it, like. Got tears in my eyes. I was I'm like, wiping this shit off. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna have to take that approach next time. Like, if I'm watching, like, you know, the Notebook, I'm gonna be like, yeah. And he went home and watched more catfish. Brian Gosling got me. Got tears in my eyes. Yeah, like, and it's like, yeah, I just, I don't know that whole thing. So then, we 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 jump into uh, them having another sit down, mm-hmm. and and she goes further into trying to explain. 
that, you know, part of what she did was for his own good. Yeah. Um, Which made zero sense. Zero sense. And then did you, what did you think about when she, she kind of took it to another, to a whole another direction and and said something about the fact that she was dating one of his, of his homeboys. Oh, irrelevant. So irrelevant. But was it? Because I kind of, because to me that kind of let me know that part of what she did was revenge. And in, in a twisted way, because she said, you knew he wasn't a good dude, but you didn't tell me. Mm. I think that... And she was kind of... She was salty. She was salty, but to go to that extreme to for oh, revenge... Oh, I'm not justifying No, it. exactly. And But the thing is, is she had such a great relationship with him that this is something that, even if she wanted to get revenge on him, she probably could have gone about it a different and more effective way. The fact that she had to maintain this revenge for eight years eight years i I can't get over this eight years i can't no i can't like we'll probably be talking about that next week we'll be like eight years and i feel like she was just fishing for reasons yeah you knew he was a dog and you still like this that and the other thing but he said to her look he he was showing you he was a dog like how did right like why did i need to tell you yeah it's open your eyes girlfriend like it's pretty obvious that he doesn't want to be with you the fact that i don't what would he even say to her like he's just not that into you like come on you know he's you know right you know he know you know he's got chicks on the side right like yeah no like he's strung you along for how long was it years right seven years but sh- this relationship was going on for eight, for eight years. years, and you gotta wonder: were they going around? Like, were, was it simultaneously? Like, were they having it at the same time? So while she was getting played with his homeboy for exactly. seven years, was she also maintaining this whole Nevea act for that other? Well, she you know, must have for the other eight years. It probably initiated with the Sierra situation, and then. And then, you know, she took it over and justified it because of her relationship. However, if their relationship was going on for seven years, that means from the jump she was revengeful. Right, right. Not only that, but then she also talked about how she would only get, you know, she would always get like... uh backhanded compliments where they say, oh, you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Mm-hmm. Um I forget what the other ones were, you know, like, oh, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're okay. But basically yeah. it wasn't enough to quantify her feeling like she was adequate being just who she was. Right. And she, uh, she loved the attention she got as Nevea Cause exactly. you know, Nevea was a model and everybody liked her and, and everybody just gave her all this attention and she wanted that attention for herself and she wasn't really getting it. So that was also another reason that we find out later on after, you know, we get through all the bullshit of why she did this to her friend mm-hmm. who's supposed to be her best friend and her god brother. Uh, what did you think about the, that follow-up? Well, I I understand. Well, first off, let's let's I don't want to skip over. So then she says well, then she says, okay, well, enough is enough. Like, like I've said, I've said, I'm sorry. It's not enough. I'm going to leave. And then he said, he said, cause he said this, they said, so is this relationship over? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> he said, you can win the mega millions tomorrow. I know. And I still ain't, I still ain't talking to you. <laughs> I was like cold blooded. But well, rightfully so. Yeah. That's eight years that you lied to me 
imagine debriefing. You played with my emotions for from eight years. That, from that meetup right there, from the time that he found out who it really was, I he was probably so broken. Yeah, oh, yeah, because at that point, he's invested all this time into somebody that he'll never get to be oh, with because God. they don't exist. And you probably feel like such a fool after. Mm-hmm. Like, how did I not know? How did, how did I fall for you this? You reevaluate everything, and then your trust is completely shattered. And he's shattered. probably replaying every single aspect of the situation every in his head. Every conversation. Every conversation. Every secret share. Oh, my God. And then just, like... Like putting all the pieces together, you probably you have to go to therapy after that. Legit, that like they should have a, a catfish therapy. No, they do. Show. I was reading up. Well, not a show, right? But they make sure that they have professionals that um, deal with the cast after the okay. fact to make sure that they're okay. Well, that's good to know, and that probably makes sense because you see, like a lot of the wrap ups, the conclusions of these episodes, like they are completely okay. For the most part, it's it's almost rare, I want to say, that you see and they're still like, yeah, I mean, you know, every day is just still kind of rough. Yeah, like, but they can't look like a fool on TV. This is true. I mean, more than they already have. Yeah, <laughs> like I embarrassed myself enough. So then we get the wrap up <laughs> and we see both of them sitting in the same place and they seem to be cool again. What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, what, could you do it? Could you? I admire him for being able to do that because I would never look at her the same. Every single time I would look at her, I'd be like, you're a liar. I can't trust you. You're crazy. You Leave me tell alone. Tell my heartstrings. <laughs> yeah. For revenge that really shouldn't even been revenge. Like you exactly. Shouldn't even... I just don't, I can't understand it, but yeah. to each his own, I suppose. Right. And then, and then at the same time, she, I, you know, she was able to still, she's a master manipulator right. to a certain extent. And she was able to manipulate her way in there once his dad died and he was vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess it works because she ended up getting her own man and she had a baby in the oven, you know, baby. bun in the oven and all that. Um, I'm not going to lie. At first, when they showed up, I was like, wait. I, are they together now? I thought that baby was his. I was but like, she still she said it's a mailman, but obviously it's not really. Oh, well, she was joking, right? Yeah, but she she never said whose it was. She did not. She did not. I just hope that it really was not his. Please. That was please. kind of yeah. <laughs> okay. So that pretty much concludes episode 2 of Catfish. Mm-hmm. Uh you got any predictions? Let's let's jump into predictions <laughs> for next week. I mean, what did you think of the after Buzz TV predictions. After Buzz TV. Oh, wow. Wow, that's new. new. Hey, I, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay, so what did you think of the first two episodes in terms of the direction of the season and where do you think it's going to go from here? Because even though we got a lot of the same thing, I mm-hmm. felt like, for me, we still got some twists. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of lies. A lot of people getting played, some tears, some maybe some happy endings. I don't know. Maybe we're we're starting relationships here. We're finding love. What I want to see, um, I agree with you 100%, but <laughs> what I would like to see is, um, I remember they did it a little bit in season five where they, they went outside the United States. I want to see some of that again. Oh, yeah, that would be I would like to cool. see some more traveling outside the United States. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. We're going to see a lot more lies. We're a lot more twist. Sadly, we're going to see a lot of people lying to get on catfish <laughs> just to meet some kind of end goal. 
to get it is what internet. It is. F- I don't know. These people do anything to be on TV. <laughs> it's not that serious because that's not the good look. That's no. not how I want to be on and TV. Honestly, do you even remember half the people after? No. no, like that's that's good and well for that forty-five minutes of my life. But then I have no idea who the hell you are. I'm not thinking about you. No, I'm sorry. So if you are trying to catfish people to get on television, do yourself a favor and don't do it. You need to cut it. <laughs> All right, so that concludes. <laughs> we're getting cut. Yeah, we're, we're getting that wrap it up music. Okay, so that concludes Catfish episodes one and two. I'm your host, Chaos J, K W A O S J, on Twitter, on Instagram, Chaos underscore Oceans 31. 31 flavors of waviness in your face. And Where can they find you? <laughs> I'm Olivia Gavry. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the real underscore O underscore G. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the Catfish Season 6 remix. Hit us up in the comments. Make sure to leave us some reviews on iTunes. Five stars, four stars, the rest don't count. See you on the next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.